You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. The heart of this program is to call God's people to repentance and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Welcome to the Voice of Revival radio show. This is Isaac Gutierrez with you, coming at you with a brand new episode, a brand new broadcast on the VOR radio broadcast. We're excited to have you today as we are going to be going into another part. As we have, if you didn't get to hear our last program, it's called uh, uh, Revival is Now. I talk a little bit about what's happening with Asbury College and we're seeing moves of God, testimonies of churches being touched by revival. I just talk about that this is a move of God and what he's doing right now, we don't need to hesitate. We need to get on board. We need to go for it. We need to press in harder than we've ever had. We have those who are listening on ICYB radio and those who will be here in the podcast later. And uh, we've been on a journey of seeking the Lord and this will be our final program on fasting. But I left the best for last. So far we covered biblical concepts on fasting, reasons for fasting, accounts for fasting, and personal testimonies, my personal testimony. And we're now in our last part as I share one of the biggest ways to see a move of God break out. God's people know more about prayer, but only fast at the beginning of the year. If you haven't heard about the revival taking place at Ashbury College, and how it's spread into other campuses, then listen to my program called Revival Is Now. I strongly urge our listeners to not miss this move of God. We need to jump in. We're learning how God answers through fasting. When we combine that with prayer and repentance, there is something that begins to happen to the atmosphere in regions and cities and places that were difficult for the gospel. God is calling revivalists. Revivalists. I believe that is what is happening right now. God is calling revivalists to fast. A revivalist not only has a lifestyle of prayer, but fasting too. Revival is for the church. Revival begins in the church and it becomes with a return to the Lord. We have been doing this series on seeking the Lord. And I believe that it is key for what is taking place right now. I believe that it was, it's no coincidence that the Lord brought me to talk about seek the Lord to talk about fasting. We're going to go into prayer and repentance. These are key things that we need to see a great move of God. Let me talk a little bit about some accounts in historical revival. John Wesley started the Holy Club where they fasted for two different days out of the week as a community. John Wesley was a part of birthing the Great Awakening. This is where the Methodist movement and the preachers of revival called circuit riders, evangelists. The YM, Youth with a Mission Ministry, were inspired by John Wesley's circuit rider evangelists. And Ashbury College is part of the Methodist Church. It was birthed out of the Methodist Church. Charles Finney, 
Days before going to a city, he would send his intercessor, Daniel Nash, weeks before the meeting to fast and pray and break up the fallow ground through intercession. And when Daniel Nash would tell him, you know, now's the time, then Finney would go and they would see God move. It was a great part of the second great awakening. William Seymour was on a 10-day fast when God visited this little house on Bonnie Bray Street in Los Angeles, where the Holy Spirit was poured out and birthed the Azusa Street Revival that touched the world and birthed the Pentecostal movement. Now, let's look at something here. Let's look at Ashbury College in 1970 started experiencing a move of God that broke out on February 3rd, 1970. Dean Custer B. Reynolds, scheduled to speak in chapel, felt led to invite persons to give personal testimonies instead. Many on campus have been praying for spiritual renewal and were now in an expectant mode. Soon there was a large group waiting in line to speak. A spirit of powerful revival came upon the congregation. The chapel was filled with rejoicing people. Classes were canceled for a week during the 144 hours of unbroken revival. But even after classes resumed on February 10th, Hughes Auditorium was left open for prayer and testimony. These sessions were presided over by Reynolds, Clarence Hunter, and other faculty. Some 2,000 witness teams went out from Wilmore to churches and at least 130 college campuses around the world. And right now, this is happening again. But they have said it's been over. It's been going on since Wednesday of last week. And the revival is still going on. This coincided with what is called the Jesus Movement coincided with the Ashbury revival outpouring in 1970. In the 1970s, there was a movement called the Jesus Movement. The last nationwide movement of God we have seen that was sparked by an almost identical beginning at Ashbury College. God began to work among students and the somewhat rebellious group of people called hippies. They began to come to Christ in record numbers all across America. When they began to go into the churches who were comfortable in their normal Christian routines, many churches rejected this out of fear. Those churches who recognized the activity of God accepted these new people, changed their wineskins to accommodate the wine of God's presence, and exploded in godliness and growth. This is where Calvary Chapel was born with Chuck Smith, who's gone on to be with the Lord. This is where Greg Laurie came out of. Lionel Frisbee, and all the different things that came out of the Jesus movement. Understand, this was the time where there was great rebellion. There was great conflict. There was wars. There was great turmoil. There was crisis in our nation. But the Lord raised up these colleges, and he also brought this Jesus movement. I believe that the colleges were swept throughout the country, and this is where the outpouring of the Jesus movement also coincided. God is orchestrating something here. Do you know that there's a movie coming out this month, February, just as there's the movie Jesus Revolution is coming out February 24th, 2023, 40 years ago, 
it took place. And this outbreak of revival is happening right now at Ashbury College at the same time that the movie, The Jesus Revolution, is coming out. My goodness, do you think this is a coincidence that the movie would come out during this outpouring? God is up to something, people. God is moving. Revival's not going to be the same way it came before, and we're in it right now. I'm telling you, don't miss it. Acts chapter 2. In this passage in the New Testament, the apostle Peter stands up and address what is happening because people heard them speaking in their native tongues. And Peter explains that this is the fulfillment of the prophet Joel, outpouring of the spirit upon all flesh. But understand, the outpouring came when they were gathered together in the upper room for 10 days. I believe that they were fasting. I believe they were praying and seeking God. They were unified and seeking the Lord. And then it says, suddenly. This is what happens when God's people get together and there is an emphasis on fasting and prayer and repentance. God visits his people. I believe that our lack of fasting has not made our prayers and repentance effective. We're not seeing the results we should. But I want to share good news. Something is shifting in the spirit. And we're about to see churches return to fasting, prayer, and repentance. And this is what I want to talk about today. And I already started how fasting leads to revival. Now, remember that we've already explained that fasting alone is dieting. In our time of fasting, we need to not only fast food, but we need to pray, seek God's face, and read his word. When you are fasting, you need to make sure you're praying and reading the word of God because you're going to get hunger pangs and you need to stay focused. Understand when you first start, it seems hard, but if you push through, there is change. If your desire is to see revival, if your desire is to see the move of God, then you will have a desire to fast. What you used to crave, my understanding is, when you what, you what you used to crave in food when you're fasting, you start longing for the things of God. The things of God become like food. You desire, hunger, crave, and you long for it. It reminds me of the psalmist King David that said, taste and see that the Lord is good. His word was like honey to my lips. That's Psalms chapter 34, verse 8 Psalms 119, verse 103. I like what Lou Engle says in the book called uh, Fasting for Fire. He says, fasting is feasting upon God. He goes on to say, you do away with the legitimate pleasures of food for the supreme pleasures of knowing God. Wow, that's powerful. You want to know more of God? You want to feast on God? Then it's time to fast. Fasting is feasting on spiritual food. You begin to have a different desire for spiritual nourishment. This is the fast that I have chosen. Isaiah chapter 58 starts off with a cry aloud and spare not. Raise up your voice like a trumpet. You see, prophet Isaiah is coming to the children of Israel and bringing a rebuke for they were fasting with the wrong motive. You got to read the entire chapter of, of Isaiah 58. I don't think we have time to cover it here, but this is something that's good for studying. And actually, you know what? I want to go ahead and go to verse six. And it says, is this not the fast that I've chosen 
to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out when you see the naked that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Then your light shall bring shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call. And the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here am I. Oh, you got to continue reading because it just gets better and better as it goes. And it, then it talks about that is this brings restoration. This brings revival. In other words, loose the bonds of wickedness from what? From oppression and evil doings. This is what will destroy the powers of demonic forces over our culture to fight for injustice, to soften our hearts and become more loving people. This fasting will make you sensitive to the Holy Spirit and cause you to cry out, weep and mourn. It's a place of brokenness. Your prayers are, will get charged and on fire when you fast. I was given an opportunity in January 21st to pray for my city and region at Let Us Pray, Oremos. That was uh, put on by Joy Fellowship Church with Pastor Hector Soto in Edinburgh, Texas, out of South Texas. That's where I'm at right now. And I'm telling you, God put some fire on those prayers. You see, it wouldn't have been the same if I didn't do that 21 day fast. There was a cause and I was believing for our region to turn to God. And I'm not stopping. You hear me? I'm not stopping. I am more determined than ever to see a great awakening in our land. Revival is just the beginning and need to understand that it starts with the church. We want revival. It's time to fast and pray. Right now, we're talking about fasting for revival. We're going to talk about prayer. This is going to be powerful as we talk, as we're, as I'm giving you a blueprint here. If we return to these things, we will see changes in our nation. We will see changes in our church and even see changes in our homes. Because it doesn't just begin at the church. It begins in our homes. I'm telling you, we will see a shift. I hear that word shift. I hear that word turnaround. Change is coming. If, that's what he says, if my people who are called by my name. There's a whole thing there. In fact, Rod Parsley released a book called Revival If. And he just breaks down that scripture word by word and what it means and he goes through testimonies personal and history and looking at everything of how we can get to see God move do you think something is happening right now God is orchestrating what is happening right now in 2023 see we pray but something happens when we fast and pray the Bible says that Saul could no longer hear from the Lord instead sought after mediums he sought after witches. He sought after fortune tellers. And he died. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 32, verse 12 and 13. 1 Samuel 32, verse 13 through 14. The people fasted seven days after the death of Saul. From that, it was reason because there was a great 
major transition from the reign of Saul to the reign of David. The people had to fast to seek God on what to do. Another place in scripture where they prayed for revival is in 1 Samuel chapter 7. First begins that the children of Israel understood that the only way to see God move, they needed his presence. So they went for the ark. That they went for the ark and the Philistines returned the ark to them. Then it says that the children of Israel had enough of their enemies, the Philistines. So the prophet Samuel gathered them and said, first of all, put away your foreign gods. Return to the Lord by putting away your foreign gods. So the people, first of all, brought the ark of God, which represents his presence. That's the first thing we need is God's presence. Then they were called to a nationwide turning to the Lord. They were called to repent and fast. And then it goes on to say that Samuel offered a sacrifice and prayed and God answered. Notice something here. Samuel could have just prayed and offered a sacrifice, but the people needed to do their part. They needed to put away their idolatry and repent and fast. There is something we can learn here. Samuel initiated and called for a nationwide fast and repentance. He united the nation by bringing revival to the people. And what did they have to do? They had to put away their foreign gods. Oh, is that big? Idolatry is a huge problem in our nation. In the nations of the world, we have made idols out of everything, including the church. And the need to be influencers. That's a great big idolatry right now that everybody wants to follow after being a YouTuber or being this social media expert and influencer. And we don't want to truly work anymore. We think that just doing media is all there is. And we've made idolatry out of it. The need to perform and give a word every day and try for more views, likes and comments. I'm talking about the prophetic. I'm talking about those who have made idolatry out of the ministry of the prophetic. And we need to repent. Going back to 1 Samuel chapter 7 and said, we have sinned against God. Repentance came upon them. Wow. So the people fasted that day and said, we have sinned against God. The prophet Samuel proclaimed a fast and brought the people together to seek the Lord. They prepared themselves to fast. And Samuel said, put away your idols and turn to the Lord, seeking the Lord, right? How do we seek the Lord? We turn from our wicked ways. We turn in humbleness and repentance and prayer and worship to the Lord. Sin is what kinders revival. And the biggest sin, our idolatry, our addictions, and our bondage to simple things is one of the biggest hindrance to revival. The scripture says the people fasted one day. And the Bible says that when the Philistines were drawn near, God thundered down from heaven upon the Philistines that day and confused them and overcame them. And God's people subdued them. And check this out. The Philistines restored all their cities they had taken from them. And there was peace between Israel and the Amorites. Wow. This was a great revival outbreak. All because God's people joined with the prayers and offering of the prophet through fasting and repentance, praying for revival. This is when God's presence comes and dwells amongst his people. That's revival. When this happens, a spirit of contrition or repentance 
brokenness begins to take place. Then as the heart is softened, then comes the rain. The rain of God's kingdom breaks through and revival comes. Miracles take place. Signs and wonders are no longer rare. It's normal to see them. Something happens. Unity and people begin to be free and delivered from things they couldn't break. A desire for God's word and to do his will becomes forefront. Woo! Fasting for revival, fasting to return to the Lord, brings a hunger for God's presence. It also brings salvation of the lost and the harvest to come. It is fasting and praying will bring the church into the presence of the Lord, will be strong among his people. A church is not a building, a denomination, or a religious institution. It's an assembly of people where God dwells in the midst. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Revival is God pouring out his presence upon his people. It comes with repentance, sorrow for turning away from God. The people turn to God by what? Putting away their idols. We're going to have to do a lot of repentance because there's a lot of idols in our life that are hindering the move of God. So what do we need? We need fasting. We're going to come back and talk about prayer. I'm going to talk about repentance and the preaching of the word of God. When we put this all together, we will see a return to revival in the church, in the community. When it hits the church, then we're, we will see that people revive, go out into the society. And we're going to wake up those who are asleep, those who are dead in their sins. And we're going to see a great awakening. My goodness, somebody, are you listening to me today? Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Understand, we have sinned and turned from God. And these things are going to have to be utmost importance if a church is to be revived. If the desire of, of the things of God is waning and there's no conviction and no desire to know God, then that house of worship is in need of revival. If that is also what is happening in your personal life, then you are in need of personal revival. We will have to put God first with our time, our money, our talents, our gifts, and our bodies. We need to pray for the need of leadership and revival. Pray for the unity among God's people, the need for faith and works. Without fasting, prayer becomes ineffective. There is coming in this year, in this hour, we're going to see judges and prophets come on the scene. They're roaring, they're raging, and they're filled with the zeal of the Lord. They are tired of people playing church not being serious about God, and something is shifting. It's time to seek the Lord through fasting. I'm about to close here. Let's look at the New Testament. John the Baptist fasted, and a great revival of repentance was birthed. The message was, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus fasted. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And he was hungry and the devil appears, but Jesus stayed firm by saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The scripture then goes on to say that he came out in power of the Holy Spirit. He was empowered to, to cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the unclean and save the lost. Ho, <laughs> ho. It also gave him the strength and the endurance to endure the cross. 
I'm telling you, fasting is so powerful. If we get this, we could change things and get ready because we're coming to talk about prayer in our next series here. Can you say that Jesus was a revivalist? Oh, yes. The Bible says the apostles prayed and fasted all throughout the Acts and they witnessed many signs and wonders and many people came to the Lord. Multiplication. When they came together and they fasted and prayed, something happened. It's time to fast and pray for revival. Now is the time. God is moving and we need to respond to his clarion call. Oh, Father, I thank you right now that, Lord, as there are moves of God happening right now, Father, we just pray that there will be a call to fasting. As we fast, God, we will see you move, Father. Many have prayed, but Lord, we're not fasting. And fasting embraces us, God, our pride, our arrogance, our idolatry, our, our sins that keep hindering the move of God in our lives, in the lives of our churches. Lord, let fire and desire come this spiritual discipline called fasting. Lord, this is what is taking place, and we will see great mighty move of God as we return to the biblical foundations of how God brought his people to breakthrough. We're going to see revival. We're going to see your presence come. We're going to see the glory come. Father, I feel your presence as I'm praying this word, Father. Lord, let a passion for fasting come upon your people. I declare it that it shall be done. And when they do it, Father, there will be great fire, anointing of the Holy Spirit like never before on their prayers. And you will answer from heaven. We will call to you, Father, and you will answer our prayers. We're right now believing, Father, that what is happening at Ashbury College, what is happening at, in the churches will happen in our homes, will happen in our communities. And Lord, there will be a shift to the hunger of God. This is a move of the great revival, the epic revival that has been prophesied and that will come. Lord, let it be. Let it be now, Father. We declare it. Let it be now and let it be done. In Jesus' name we pray. I thank you for it. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Revival broadcast. Wow. Fasting. There is a whole lot more that we can talk about fasting, but I think that I think we covered quite a bit on fasting, the importance of it and how this brings about revival. I'm going to be jumping into a new series as we're going to be talking about prayer. We're going to be talking about prayers that shake heaven and earth. We're going to talk about prevailing prayer, a kind of prayer that gets the ear of God. You want God's attention. I'm telling you, fasting will birth fire to your prayers. We're going to have fire in our prayers. It's like we're going to war with our prayers, with our intercession. We're going to do some damage because now we learn as we fast. Now we're going to pray. It's going to lead us to great deep repentance. This is Isaac with the VOR radio broadcast. You can catch this program every Thursday on ICYB Radio, we come out at 10 a.m. in the morning and 8 p.m. at night. Come on. I need somebody to share this. I need somebody to get the word out. We want 
this to go viral because people need this. I believe that the greatest fight is uh, is in the air, is with the powers of darkness in the air. And we're casting those things down as we're speaking the truth. And it's going into the radio waves, TV waves, the Internet waves. We're going to do just like in Samuel. We're going to confound and confuse the enemy. And there's going to be a great thunder. I, I, the Lord gave me this revelation that when the clarion call to repentance is sounded, it's going to be like a thunder. It's going to be like a blast. It's going to be like lightning that confuses the enemy. And we're going to see the true word of God, the word of prophetic word of God, penetrate the atmosphere. Find us on ICYB Radio. Go to iCallYouBlessed.com to find out more about this ministry. Go to Spotify, Amazon Music. We're also on Audible. So many different platforms you can catch us in. We're working on finally getting the, the final results of getting our website up and running so that you can connect to our blogs, you can connect to our podcast, you can connect to this ministry, and so many other things. But more than anything than ever before, I want this word to get out. I want people to get excited about revival. And that is the purpose here. So until next time, this is Isaac with the VOR Radio Show saying, will you be a voice of revival for your generation? May the Lord bless you. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.